0: For breakfast is sponsored by better health hey guys welcome back to the show today it has been a super busy weekend on my end i had my birthday party at lola taverna in new york city on saturday night it was such a blast i seriously love love that spot the only downside is because it's so popular as i guess are most restaurants right now so that's like one industry that is popping off here but because of that, they are, like, so intense about the two-hour rule. And at around, like, 9.30, the guy was like, okay, you have five more minutes, five more minutes. And I'm like, dude, like, we just wanted to, like, enjoy for another hour. Like, they're very intense about that. But they've done a beautiful job setting the restaurant up. It's all, like, the coolest, best-looking people. Great style, great energy. And, if like, the New York celebrities that used to go to call it the polo, um, you know, like, the polo bar up on 54th Street in Midtown – I feel like this place is sort of like that crowd uh, um, down is that crowd that would like go there comes down here for like a a downtown sceney spot. So the dinner party was small, just eight people at 730 p.m. And it wasn't a couple's thing. It was just my like immediate friends, which was really fun. Um, I was in like such big mood energy, like fresh off the flight from LA, talking Malibu to anyone who will listen to me, my new absolute favorite spot to go. Um, I was just very much like, let's party, let's hit it, ordering lots of apps, another round of dr- I was like, come on, drinks, drinks. Like I saw my one friend doing that thing that all friends do that they're like, let's get the cake. And I'm like, Sash, no cake, drinks. So I was like definitely into it, having a fun time. My crew that came out was the best. And oh my gosh, I got so many gifts. I was like, hey guys, like, this is ridiculous, but secretly I loved them, not gonna lie. I got Aloe Yoga, my absolute favorite. I'm obsessed. I know as a Canadian, I should stay true to Lululemon, but Aloe, guys, just a touch bougier. Another one of my girlfriends got me a pedicure and then the line item, it was like included tip. I was like, hmm, I never think of that when I get someone a gift certificate. So that was a really nice idea and much appreciated. I got like a nice running hat, this amazing lip kit. I One of my girlfriends is like, the lip girl like she has the best lips she designs them the best like where's the best knows all the secrets the glosses the lipsticks. so i will be having fab lips from now on out dior is the answer people so make sure to buy like all the dior glosses in that because apparently that is the like gives you the plumpest prettiest look of all the lipsticks from our pro <laughs> but we had a really fun time i had old friends with new friends, uh, a mixed bag of like Canadians, some New York people. One of my old friends that he has been coming to my birthdays since we worked at our old jobs together. He's like, has anyone been at Jess's birthdays as long as I have? I was like, okay, okay. Uh, Look, I love throwing a party. And, you know, the one thing I think the suburb people have over city people is like space. I would love to have a place where I could like host a party or a barbecue or do stuff like that. So I'm really lucky that I was able to have friends out and I just had such a great time and I'm so grateful to them all. with some stuff we were chatting about, Raya. Like, if you can find a way, if you're single and you're not on Raya, R-A-Y-A, and I'm also going to be talking about it in the show today, ironically, this is the spot where you need to be. All the celebrities are on it. All, like, the cool guys are on it. But the only downside to it is it's, like, impossible to get on. And one of the girls at the party uh, had a Raya account with, like, an invite. So everyone was like, oh, my God, where's the invite? Like, it's, you can only, like, dish them out to, like, certain amount of people. It's, like... It's like the Soho House but for dating apps, but it was pretty funny. The night kind of felt like that vibe from that episode from Sex and the City where they're all celebrating Carrie's birthday at like the Morocco play, Moroccan place. Remember that episode? It was like maybe season 2 and just like that kind of fun. It was all like her best friends there, so I am very grateful. We talked some stocks. I'm still hearing a lot about this Endeavor IPO, and they've stayed um, pretty close to their number. I think they traded up 31.32. Also, I meant to look into this, but I feel like their market cap just went way up, and I wonder if that's from, like, acquiring... some of the businesses they did right after their, right after they IPO'd, like, and I wonder if that's from, like, the UFC acquisition, so. All right, before we get into the show today, we have a buy week on Thursday. We do eight episodes a month, and that is our buy episode for this month, so I won't see you guys back here until Tuesday, but... Lots of stuff coming up that I hope you'll get excited for. Okay, let's start today with a little like biz business news, but also this person has turned into a celebrity. It is Jeff Bezos. So there is this bombshell book that dropped today and it details the private life of jeff bezos and documents the timeline of his affair with lauren sanchez now this author wrote a book about him back in like 2013 he's writing this one now today he spoke to a lot of higher ups at uh, at amazon amazon executives to get factual events on this book so i feel like it's going to be pretty juicy here are some of the big highlights from the affair section the sort of like timeline have you All right, so Jeff was introduced to Lauren in 2016, and it was by her ex-husband, who was like the co-head or the co-chair of that of Endeavor, the big talent agency that we talk about, who just went public, and that was also just a reminder of the company that Entourage was based off of, Entourage the Show. Her ex-husband's name is Patrick Whitesell. Very handsome guy, big, tall guy, extremely rich, extremely powerful in Hollywood. That's all, That's probably how he found his way into a circle with the Bezoses. He would be, you know, one of the top dogs in, in LA for sure. So the really big tell-all point in this book was... When red flags started to get raised about how much money was going towards this helicopter company called Black Ops, which Lauren Sanchez owned. So apparently Bezos is a very timid flyer. He's especially fearful of helicopters and like despise them as a way of transport. So when all these charges kept coming through, like the Amazon people were like, what's going on here Anyway, he claims to have hired her company for his secret like Blue Origins or, you know, his like going to the moon project like all these billionaires have. Um, But interesting how that's how sort of like, I guess, Amazon sort of came on to them. But now let's fast forward to July 2018. Bezos and Sanchez both married to, you know, Mackenzie Bezos and Sanchez is still married to Patrick Whitesell. But she accompanies Jeff to his ranch in Texas and like apparently there's a picture of them where she's standing by his side to watch his ninth test flight of New Shepard, which is a rocket in the, I think, Blue Origins project. Also another question, why are all the rocket projects in Texas? I wonder what it is about Texas that these people buy up these big spaces of land to do their projects there. All right, so that's, they're standing next to each other. She would have had to, like, think about it. Leave her husband and leave her three kids behind with him and say, like, I'm going on a girl's trip. Or, like, are you so kind of both in your own lives at that point? I just couldn't imagine, like, my parents, my mom mysteriously going to Texas, like, for another man's rocket launching project. It just wouldn't happen, right? Like, it would be like, oh, uh, what? I, I just feel like something must have been going on at that point where... These people were kind of out of their marriages. So this is July 2018 when um, Lauren joins Jeff at his his ranch in Texas. But back up to April 2018, just a few months before the the launch and the, the the trip, Jeff Bezos took his family to Norway for Mackenzie, his now ex-wife's birthday, and they all stayed. I guess there's some ice hotel there. I don't know. This must be like another billionaire thing that. Us commoners just don't hear about, but it's like an all-ice hotel in Norway. Sounds pretty cool actually. Send me the link if you know anything about it. Alright, now let's fast forward again to the fall of 2018. This is apparently the time where Amazon was like, where is Jeff Bezos? He was becoming like increasingly difficult to locate. And he even bought his own helicopter at this point and proposed to put helipads like on the Amazon headquarters. I guess they were when they were like looking at doing the Amazon site in um, Long Island City, I think it was, or Newark, New Jersey. He was like, they were like, we need a helicopter pad, and the location was like, why? And they're like, this is coming from the top. I don't know why. He just wants a helicopter pad. Now this is fall of 2018 when people start recognizing something's going on. Then on January 9th, 2019, Jeff announced over Twitter that him and Mackenzie would be divorcing, reportedly there was a very strong and negative reaction to this news from the higher-ups at the company at this time okay a lot of cake here let's start with the obvious though how do women like this do it? Like, seriously, dating is like so hard and stressful. She's turning 52. Like, she looks great. She's banging body. Her face, she's got great work done. But she does have a lot of baggage. She has like kids and an ex-husband The work. So I truly, fe- deeply feel like Bezos is in love with her. I-, I just, you know, he changed his whole life up for her. I don't think this is like an interim thing. I think there's something about her that just makes him go crazy. I don't know. I do think it's cool, though, that she had a helicopter business. Now, that is pretty badass, I'm not going to lie. But she was a Fox News correspondent before owning a helicopter business. So let's be honest with ourselves, that money was coming from her very wealthy superstar agent husband, Patrick. But back to Bezos, he basically employed her to keep her close. Oh, and I also just read that Bezos bought a $500 million Yeah. So someone is going to have a nice summer vacation there. Lauren Sanchez. He also bought them an 80 million dollar apartment overlooking Madison Square Park. And funny enough, I actually posted about this on my Instagram on Saturday night because uh, my girlfriend Eva works in real estate and she like knew the whole setup and the whole deal. So he's not that far from me. um but he has a pool i guess like in his apartment it's just like totally baller he bought something like four apart like i think he's bought four floors on this building around madison square park interesting area for him to buy it's sort of like it's sort of like the new Flatiron and nomad i feel like are the new midtown the new power lunch lots of restaurants are coming around here and maybe you know that'll bring down the prices in the upper east and upper west side it's going to become a suburb soon Okay, moving along here. Let's recap Elon on SNL. What did you guys think? Write me, did you like him? Did you not like him? I thought this bit was fun. Apparently there were more fans waiting outside to get an autograph from Elon than there was for uh, Justin Bieber when he performed on SNL, who I guess had like the biggest group of fans waiting outside to date. So that's pretty cool. Here's some highlights from the night. Elon came out about having Asperger's. I've never actually seen him speak before, like on camera in public like that. So he definitely has like this kind of twitch to him. His eyes were like going all over the place, but did give great facial expressions. This spoke to us, I feel like. Dogecoin tanked. 30% during his performance. I didn't really get why, because I did feel like he promoted it a lot. The skits were promoting it. Everyone was having fun with it. And even in his, not his market minute, his uh, weekend update, you could tell he's, like, not pushing it in a fake way. Like, that guy's not an actor. Like, he was like, no, it's the digital currency. And then they did this skit where it was basically people making fun of people who still thought gold, because, like, gold used to be the currency, right? And then we moved from gold to cash. And now essentially elon's bringing us from cash to like digital currency so I, I thought that that skit was really smart the funniest skit was probably the gen z one i guess it was mocking like younger kids but it was pretty good the post-covid party one was pretty real too elon was really good acting in that one i thought he had good uh he had some good jokes he's a tall guy which surprised me i didn't i didn't think he was so tall now can we please give a minute to miley she is stunning. And I had tears, I'm not even a mom, and I had tears in my eyes with her like Mother's Day tribute. She's so beautiful. She's such an amazing singer. I just think she's gonna I think she's gonna maybe outdo Lady Gaga and just be the performer of our generation. Okay, my lover boy Pete looks sick. And I know he has Crohn's disease and that impacts like his look sometimes, but I'm gonna say it. He is like a very like almost druggy sick look to him right now and he's falling back too far in the shadows like I loved when Pete was like the front page of the New York Post every day with some crazy story I missed that Pete but I feel like his big moment was supposed to be with the King of Staten Island which didn't stick I loved it but I don't think it stuck with a lot of people and ever since then he's sort of like fallen back deeper and deeper into SNL which makes me feel like maybe he's having troubles booking stuff I don't know I do have a good friend who spent a night out with Sergey Brin and he said that Sergey also sort of had kind of like the awkward Elon like I like brains always moving so maybe who knows it's just a brilliant thing billionaire thing I don't know my cake here I thought this was interesting I I saw this at the very end Miley and Elon sort of turned, you know what the credits when the credits come up on the show and everyone starts hugging? Miley and Elon were like faced each to one another. They like turned away from each other and didn't like hug immediately. I thought that was kind of odd. But then at the very like last second, she came over and like smacked his back, it looked like, and like gave him like a big bro hug. Um so yeah, I don't know. I don't know what that was about, Elon. And then the cast wasn't really hugging him either. They were sort of like hesitant. They were. It was like a handshake. It wasn't. Normally the guests come on and everyone's like, "Yay!" And it was very subdued. So there possibly was still an energy. Like, why is he here? We know that Aiden Bryant like refused to perform with him. I don't actually think I even saw her in the skits either. So I don't know why. The only thing that irritates me about it is it's like when. A supermodel is like a Victoria's Secret model, and they have a podcast, and they're on a reality show, and they have a fashion line. It's, it gets annoying when somebody like takes up space in so many different industries. But it, SNL's been kind of dying. I haven't been paying attention to it, and every person on my Instagram feed Saturday night was talking about it and talking about the show. Here's my biggest question, though. What is like Elon's move? And and here I have two thoughts. Either Elon's putting on sort of like the quirky, weird guy act on TV or like behind the scenes, he has like moves because here's the thing. So he has this threesome, right, with Amber Heard when she's married to Johnny Depp and um, supposedly Carrie DelVine was involved, too. Now, Amber, Amber, I can see it. She's kind of quirky like him. Who knows? Kara Delvine, though, she's like very cool. And I don't see her just like caving on some guy because he has lots of money. So, like, my feeling is Elon probably takes you to an experience you've never gone to, right? He he flies you out to his rocket ship. Maybe you go to space for the night. (laughs) Haha, just kidding. But I don't know. There's something he does different because there's no way that guy is like banging the Kara Delvines of the world without having like some move because I don't believe that she caves on money that easily. mental health check yes i am talking to you feeling sad struggling feeling anxious looking for direction these are all normal feelings we encounter every day that honestly kind of suck and can be really hard to navigate but the good news is there are resources to help you manage these feelings and make you a more productive person and that is therapy specifically our show sponsor better help Me, personally, I'm an extremely high energy type A person, but on the flip side of that, when I go low, I go real low. And before therapy to deal with the lows, I do unhealthy things like binge eat, hide in my room watching Gossip Girl on repeat, all day, crying, alone, you get the picture. But the worst for me and my sort of mental health disaster specialty was picking huge fights with people close to me and absolutely sabotaging relationships. I was kind of tired at one point of just like repeating the same behaviors that yielded really stressful results like the loss of relationships I valued. So let's talk about me actually entering therapy. I did not walk in the door with a smile. I was way too cool for it, approached it from kind of like, honestly, like an angry place like, oh, why am I here? And i you know, I'd heard it was good. and. And then i just sort of took it on like i definitely use my therapist as a bit of a punching bag not literally speaking but it just felt good to have like this safe place to unleash my feelings and emotions and a safe place let me add and i could be myself like say what was on my mind and not just have to put on an act or be worried that somebody was judging me like there is no bs to this game it's all about helping you and you get to be whoever you want to be with that person you're working with and Like a month in, I was calmer. I found new ways to handle my stress. All right, so emotions are kind of like my thing, but therapy is also great for people who maybe want to adjust their like drinking and drug habits, overeating. And overeating, actually, I did work on in therapy and was able to manage binge eating successfully. So I thought that was great. I also think it's a great tool for moms, new moms. BetterHelp works with you on your phone. It's obviously completely confidential, secure, all that. You can FaceTime, text. Cake for Breakfast is sponsored by BetterHelp, and our listeners get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com slash cake. That's better, B-E-T-T-E-R, help, H-E-L-P, dot slash cake, C-A-K-E. Please DM me, send me a note. If you're interested, I can connect you. This link will be in the show's bio. It will also be on my Instagram, so it's easy to find. And give it a try. I Promise you this is worth your money. All right, market minute today, guys. Ethereum is gaining some serious headway now. Monday morning, Ethereum traded to an all-time high of $4,100 a coin. Again, not a registered broker, but your girl called this a few weeks ago, and I'm pretty proud of myself for it. Uh, Ethereum, or Ether, as they say, is the second largest cryptocurrency in the world. And just for some perspective, Ether was trading at $3,000 $3,000 a coin last week and they are trading they closed at 3900 Monday uh at the close. My gut feeling is this is going to run for a bit. That is me pulling an answer out of the sky based on no financial advice whatsoever. My cake here Mark Cuban is the Ethereum guy. oh like I said all these billionaires have to pick a coin. Look one of the initiatives of this podcast is to get women investing. Women seem to be very excited about cryptocurrencies. They should be involved in the trading conversation. Even at my dinner, I was like, the guys were talking about trades and like the girls sort of go off. And I'm like, no, let's all get involved in this conversation. Like, what are you saying about those IPOs? What do you guys think? What do you think of Jessica Galba's honest beauty? What do you think of her being worth $2 billion? Also, what do we think of all the women now being like billionaires like Jessica Elba, Sarah Foster and her sister. I feel like they make all the money in their families. Just this very interesting switch. But Mark Cuban is like yelling from the rooftops about it. It's moving. NFTs have also been super positive for this trade. That's that like fancy art thing that they're doing. Again, I've done this. I did a deep dive on an episode a while back. Check it out. But if you're going to buy something and like if you're a snob and you're like, I don't want to buy a piece of Bitcoin, Jess. I want the whole coin. The whole coin's going for $57,000 right now. Guess what? We can get the Ethereum coin for 4100 I think of Ethereum like the silver. I think of Bitcoin like the Chanel. I think of Bitcoin like the Birkin. And no, I want to say the Birkin or the Chanel because I love a nice Chanel. And then I'm going to give Ethereum like the, uh, let's give it a Louis Vuitton. I know Louis Vuitton's a little more in the Chanel category, but yeah, like a Gucci or a Seasonal Versace is your Ethereum and then your Doge is like your Michael Kors that you got on sale. <laughs> it's like bronze. So let's talk about all this controversy on the Raya apps with two big A-list film star and former A-list TV star. First we have Ben Affleck who matched with a 22-year-old girl. Ben Affleck is 49. And they matched on Raya. She thought it was a catfish account. But, I mean, I've seen how hard this Raya is to get onto. Like, I think people should just trust. If you get a message from Leo, go to his place, because it's really him on there. But Ben Affleck sent a video message to this girl over Instagram and was like, Cara, it's me. Call me. I thought it was kind of hot. People went crazy about it. They're like, you're such a loser. The loser one was Matthew Perry, who I just... It was so painful to watch. He matched with a girl on Raya. Unknowingly, she, like, filmed their conversation. And it was just so, like, it was, like, he is 55, engaged um, to a girl that's, I think, 30. And he's met this, I don't know when, there was no timeline on when they talked. But I'm sure Molly Hurwitz is not happy about it. Um, But he's just, like, sitting there acting like... Somebody's old, awkward dad. It's just the whole thing was so uncomfortable. Like he, there was no cool about it. So I would be, I would be hiding under a rock right, right now if I were them. It's not that he was like a creep, like talking to a seventeen-year-old. It was him trying to be cool, and that's what made it so uncomfortable. I don't bash the Ben Affleck thing. Ben Affleck's just a dog, and that's who he wants to be now. But his thing wasn't embarrassing. Matthew Perry's was very very sad and very embarrassing so I wish him best of luck I'm sure that his wife is literally or his fiance is holding his balls in her hands right now all right guys instead of cake questions today I'm going to do a cake rant here it goes bear with me JLo is too annoying to handle right now should I feel happy for a 50 year old mother of two who is bouncing back yes but I feel like it is so bloody fake like Weren't we all just crucifying A-Rod for cheating on her with Madison LaCroix? And how does somebody get into that level of serious relationship? So what's happened is her and Ben Affleck have been seen taking a plane and spending a week together on this Montana trip, or they went for like a, I don't know what it was, a fundraiser or something. They go down to Montana for a week together. Could it be he saw she dumped him? after he cheated on her and he reaches out, I definitely feel like that Ben Affleck has that vibe to him. However, why do we all need to know about it? Why are they, why isn't this quieter? Like, why, why are we following it? Secondly, are her kids not still in A-Rod's house? Like, they're just probably in transition. Like, hey mom, where do we go? Like, we were living here and now you're on a plane with Ben Affleck. Like, we're we moving to the Palisades with Jen Gardner. What's going on? Just too much. And the other thing that annoys me, Jen doesn't owe us a vulnerability but the way she makes it look, just like, hey guys, it's so easy. Like you know, like where's your? Are you sad? Like you were engaged to this person, you lived with them for two years, like combined families. H- like how are you just on a jet going off? And and men do this all the time. So I'm I, again, I'm not trying to crucify Jennifer Lopez. Like we all just you know came at a rod. But there's something just so irritating and uncomfortable about it write me if you agree with me because I feel like I'm there's all the posts are like you guys it's Bennet for 2.0 it's like really like th- this is somebody that just broke up like a, a broken engagements happen and, and I will never get over that he left her at the altar and I don't I don't think Ben Affleck is a serious guy I think he likes to mess around I think he likes to have fun like this is going to hurt her in the long run in a big way. I just find the fakeness of it and the media whoring so annoying. They're not coming out and doing statements, but they're just, they're just too in your, f- and, and why are they going on a trip? Like, why, how, who is taking care of everyone's kids? You know who I do like, though? John Mullaney's wife, who moments after they announced that they were divorcing, she posts a comment saying, I am deeply saddened John has decided to leave this marriage. okay. They were married since 2014, six years. They're in their mid to late 30s now, no kids. She's an artist. She's beautiful and will do just fine. I just so appreciated like the maturity of that. But you know what I appreciate the most is just someone being authentic. Like you spend six years together. John Mulaney just went to rehab for alcohol and cocaine addiction. I really liked it though. I really liked how somebody would acknowledge being married for six years and how that's painful, you know, no matter what happened between them. I just, I'll take that any day over this like, oh, on a jet with my former fiance, no comment, just out here living my best life. Like J-Lo running around as if she feels no pain. It's just too fake for me. That or she truly is a robot. I also, I I would figure her and Kim Kardashian would be like, throwing out together you know two single ladies on the town but poor kim doesn't even get a minute before jlo's off to her next guy i don't know anyways guys that is all for today if you love the show please send it to your friends write me a review i love chatting with new people on instagram about the show add me on instagram at girl on the street underscore and i will see you next tuesday bye Now for a quick interruption, I just want to ask something out of you guys. If you were listening to the show today and have not subscribed, would you mind just taking a couple seconds to do so? It's super simple. I'm going to walk you through it really quick. All you have to do is pick up your phone that you're listening to the show on. Go to the main screen. You should see a purple icon. It almost looks like a satellite dish and it says podcast below it. Once you open that up, in the search icon type in cake for breakfast the show will come up and just hit the subscribe button it's free for you and very meaningful for me it supports my business and honestly oprah asks her listeners to do the same thing so i don't feel weird about it <laughs> thank you so much for listening and thank you even more for supporting the show today